We are Anna and Alex, and welcome to Cheesemate Chat, where we share our daily cheesemate. What's cheesemate, you ask? Gossip. We upload on Wednesdays at 3, so come on over for the tea. Also, we have a website. Woo! Check it out by clicking the link in the show notes. On to the podcast. Welcome to our sixth podcast. Today, it's all about books. And before you log off, books are cool, okay? So just wait, and I'm sure you'll hear about a book that you like. Today's segments include our top five favorite books, authors we recommend, and the little astonishing anecdote section about my trip to the library with next week's guest, Kai. Ooh, so exciting. Guess what, guys? Kai is a boy. <laughs> Whoa, yeah. If you heard the trailer, you know, we said maybe, maybe a boy, and we're finally getting one. So, so the first segment we have here is our um, just like some pre-thoughts before we start. So basically, we're going to be using a lot of links in the show notes for all of the books. And all of these links are going to be going to Goodreads, which is a website that like describes all of the books um, in more detail and ways you can buy them and stuff. So we're obviously not sponsored by Goodreads, but like, that's where all the links will end up going, and we'll also link our profiles in the show notes so that you can see what stuff we're reading, and if you do make an account, you can follow us if you want, uh, or friend us, I think is on Goodreads. Um, other thing is you can, like, if you do hear about any of the books that we talk about and you like them, you can get them from your school library or from a public library, and the public libraries, at least where we live, host curbside pickup so that when you place a hold they can they'll email you like oh your book's ready to pick up and you can book a curbside pickup so that you can pick up your book and then have it for yourself and read it uh same thing with your school library i think you just go to school one day and pick it up and like email your teacher or whatever also the other thing that's going to be in the show notes is uh i made a whole list of book recommendations for a school media magazine thing and I have a lot of books there and more books than than we're talking about here so if you don't like any of the ones we talk about then you can go there and there's different categories uh like fantasy and some other things I think realistic fiction and stuff Alex you're just smiling (laughs) awkwardly okay because I don't know what to say. I mean, Goodreads, I do really recommend. It was, it's a really cool website, and I can um, keep track of a lot about the books I read or I have finished. Yeah. Here, why don't you talk about why you should read a book? Because, you know, people who stayed and listened to me talk about this free stuff want to know why I should even read a book, right? So what I wrote down is that it builds vocabulary. When you read a book, there's going to be a lot of words that you may not know, and then you can look them up, and then you learn a word. So, like, it builds your vocabulary. Alex, what else do you think reading can help? I mean, reading can help with focused thinking. I I don't know how to, like, explain it, but it can help you a lot with having focus because, I mean, to understand the book and its plot line, you need to have a lot of focus on like the different aspects and Mm -hmm. what's going on in the book with all the different characters so to really understand everything you really have to have a lot of focus so if you struggle with focus maybe reading books can help you right and the last one we have is that it doesn't require wi-fi so if you're going on a trip which i don't know if you would be anytime soon but you know if you don't get car sick you can read in the car and you don't have to wait for wi-fi to load because i mean it's obviously a book it's right in front of you you don't have to wait so i mean unless you're reading an ebook but i mean there are offline options of ebooks depending on what kind of yeah. platform you use if you download it or whatever okay also, reading is fun <laughs> yeah you should try it people if you haven't already So let's start our technically first segment where we talk about all of the books that we have read and they're our favorites or some of them we just liked. But, you know, it's our favorite books and we wrote little excerpts about that. And some of them come from the book recommendations thing that I was talking about earlier that I made. So I might be referencing referencing that sometimes. 
So uh, we're going to alternate like between the books and then some of the ones that Alex has read, I have also read and I might talk about that as well, her books, mm-hmm. whatever. So Alex, would you like to start us off? Uh, sure. Well, one of the books, um, like one of my favorite books, which is actually a series made up of, I'm pretty sure, four books. Mm-hmm. No, wait, three books. Three books. <laughs> The first book is called The Darkest Minds, and basically it's about kids who wake up with, like, unknown powers, and depending on their category, because there's green, yellows, oranges, and reds, Mm -hmm. and depending on the category that they fall into, they have a different kind of power, because yellows, they have um, more electric or like electricity driven powers greens are like more intelligent people i'm pretty sure like on the intelligent side um oranges they control minds they have their power relates to minds and reds their um powers correlates with fire and so it's about Mm -hmm. this girl ruby who gets sent to a camp at a young age because she um her parents forget about her completely like one night she went to like kiss them while they were sleeping to like try and get them to forgive her or something like that mm-hmm. and when she kissed them she didn't know she had these powers and she was remi- remembering about her with her parents and the moment she stopped kissing them, they completely forgot about her and that they had a child. So when they woke up in the morning and they found her, they thought that she was homeless and it was someone who snuck into their home. So they called the police. Oh my God. But these police were actually like agents going around and capturing all these children or like taking all these children that had these powers to put them in camps and have them work in those camps because they didn't want them to be like a danger to society and so it becomes more common in children and they automatically take children once the powers are discovered in them okay and so then it follows the journey of her when she escapes and she goes tries to get like somewhere safe and finds like children along the way that Mm-hmm. bond with her and they, it's kind of like their story about how they get there it's more like complex than what i'm actually describing it as probably because um i read this a year ago i think i just can't remember it that well mm-hmm. but i did really enjoy it and it was quite interesting yeah i'm so looking recommend. at the goodreads page because they have like the whole series and i think there actually is four books there's um the darkest minds uh, Never Fade in the Afterlight and Book Four, The Darkest Legacy. Oh. So, um, yeah, I've never heard of those books. I didn't even know you read them, but they're by an author. Really? Yeah, I, I don't know. Um, Alexandra Bracken. So, also, all of the books are going to be linked in the show notes in order that they appear. So, The Darkest Minds will be first, and then so on, so forth. So, well, Anna? Mm-hmm. Yes, my first book. It's not necessarily my favorite series. It's just what I wrote down first. It's mm-hmm. the Tales of a New World series, of which I doubt anybody has heard of. But it's by PC Cast, and I read this series like a really long time ago, and I cannot remember what it's about. So I kind of had to look and see what the description was. So I, it's like about a girl named Mary and... She goes, like, on an adventure, and there's this dude who I also can't remember the name of, but, like, it's really good. I liked the series, and when I read it, um, it w- I had, like, the same songs playing over and over in the background, so, like, I associate the book with that soundtrack, which is, like, I don't know. But anyways, when, in my book recommendations, I have, like, actual reviews of them, and then sometimes I just have, like, one sentence or so, and I wrote... This was well-written and attention-grabbing. Very odd series, though. Uh, so take that as you will, I guess. Um, I, I like the series. I think there's three books, although I wish that... I think there was supposed to be a fourth book, and then it got canceled. So... That was quite interesting. I actually didn't know you read this, read this either. 
So I found that right before we started the podcast. <laughs> mm, yeah, because we were like making a list of this before. Because this time we had four pages of episode ideas. And usually they're like less than one because it's just like segment ideas. But this time, like we wrote all this stuff about books. So be prepared for a lot of information about a lot of books. So Alex, please enlighten us on your second book that is one of your favorites. My second book I have written down is Caravel. And actually, for like the review thing that we have written here, it's Anna's review because yes. I didn't write one. <laughs> but you um, can still Anna, talk about it. True. I mean, I really lo- enjoyed it because it was really different to things I've read before, but yeah. not at the same time. And so it's called Caravel. There's three books in the series, and it's by Stephanie Garber. Yes. Um, Anyway, I wrote in my book recommendations page, this is a trilogy based in another world filled with magic and sparkle. My favorite Mm -hmm. part about this book is how expertly Garber, the author, portrayed the settings of each scene. The story starts with the two main characters, Scarlet and Tella, leaving the island they've spent their whole lives to go to Caravel a uh, magical festival thing set on an island. First book is Trippy. I literally wrote Trippy. And by the end, I had to think back and wonder about everything that had happened in the book. There's like a whole twist ending. Very surprising. Oh, yes. And then the second and third books are equally good. And if you like the first book, you'll love the rest of the series even more. They just get better. Overall, this is a very unique series that I enjoyed a lot. And I hope you guys will too. Alex, what did you think of this book? Because it was it's also one of my favorite books, but it's not on my list because you already had written it down. So what did you think of it? Mm-hmm. Well, <laughs> I like the book Caravel, especially because like all, the, like you said, the magic, it, everything just like on um, how the, the whole book was on an island and they were playing like this whole game included mm-hmm. magic and they had to go like, each person had to go through like their own journey. Yeah. And Scarlet was she seemed like a very responsible person and to like see her slowly become like more carefree yeah it, she seemed really like interesting overprotective and stuff like of her sister tella or yeah wasn't her full name like donatella i think was her full name. yeah her full name was donatella yeah. and over time like they got split up at the beginning that's not a spoiler and by the way it's just um over time she like got more carefree now that she wasn't constantly looking over Tella and stuff so yeah I mean because like Donatella isn't my favorite character um it'd have Mm -hmm. to be Scarlet yeah same or one of the dudes she ends up with Julian I think was the name Julian (laughs) anyways uh, definitely like (laughs) no um oh my god Dante <laughs> anyway, we have transformed that name into so many things. Oh my god! Anyways, um, we said no private jokes in the podcast. So, anyways, right? Yeah. Um, Caraval, great series. Definitely check it out if you like magic and yes, just a bit of romance. You know, so highly recommend. <laughs> Okay, so my second book that I wrote down, which I think is definitely one of my favorites, is Death Prefers Blondes by Caleb Rorig. And I mentioned this in the second podcast when we were talking about, like, books that we liked or currently books we're reading. And it's, like, obviously for good reason. So back to my book recommendations reviews, uh, because that's, like, I'm just copying what I wrote there because it's, like, a good review that I wrote. So I wrote, this was capital. So good. If you like drama, drag queens, action, or spy-style missions, you will love this book as much as I did. In the, this is a standalone book, although I wish there was more, and it follows a girl and her gang of four drag queen friends. All, of, all, all the characters are hilarious and unique in their own way. I highly recommend it, and if you, even if you aren't much into covert operations, I'm sure you'll still get a kick out of the drama and mystery presented in this book. It was really good. I should read it again because, like, I forget some of the details. And, like, after you forget details of a book, it's, like, even better to reread it because you're like, oh, I forgot about this. I forgot about that. Oh, my God. I forgot. Whoa. 
Yeah, I like that a lot about rereading books. I haven't read, like, reread that many books, and the ones that I have reread are, A, because I completely forgot what happened in the first book, and it's, like, completely (laughs) necessary to reread it because what I do is I read a book when it comes out, and the second book's not out yet. So when the second book does come out, um, like, a year later, I have completely forgotten what happened in the first one. So I have to reread the first one in order to know what's happening in the second. Mm Mm-hmm. A very good book. I liked it. And all the books by Caleb Wilrig are good. And we mention him in the next segment about uh, favorite authors. So I'll talk about him more later. Well, my third book I have written down was Bone Witch by Rin Chupeco. Anna wrote a review about this one too. And I really enjoyed this book because, I mean, I really, ugh, I don't know. <laughs> Anna, please read your, your yeah. review. <laughs> Gather your thoughts and I'll remind you of what this series is about. What I wrote was, the Bone Witch series is a trilogy set in a fantasy dystopian world. T, the girl, the, the protagonist, is a witch, but not one like the rest of her family. She is a bone witch. She is despised and unwelcome in her town, but she finds an older bone witch that guides her powers. Over the course of the series, you will follow T and her trials and errors and in magic, adventure, and love. I recommend you read this series all at once because the plot can get confusing at times and hard to follow. Otherwise, this is a great read and it is more suitable for older readers. Yes. Now I remember that I liked this a lot because it alternated a lot between what was happening in what was the present and what was um, T telling her past and her story. So, yeah, that's why I said it could get confusing because like Mm -hmm. it's witched um i'm not sure who's every other chapter but it was something like that and then like you would be in the present following her story and then there's a cliffhanger and then you're suddenly in the future her talking about what's happening in her past and it was like confusing at times but i think that was like really the only like bad thing about the book series was that it like kind of got confusing at times but but i really like the story and plot line it was it's very different to a lot of books i've read before anyways my next favorite book is Mirage by Samaya Dowd. So this is, I also said this one in the podcast too, and I read the first one a while ago and I bought it from like a bookstore and stuff because I thought the cover was pretty, honestly. And like the second book kind of was a letdown, just not gonna lie, because I mean, the first one was called Mirage. One word, simple, perfect, it aligned with the story. Second book, Court of Lions. Three words, not one word. Why the difference? And the cover got changed. What the heck's up with that? Anyways, not ranting here. We're supposed to be talking about the good things about this book. So I'm just only going to talk about Mirage because, like, Court of Lions, I mean, it was good. All of it. It was good. Just, you know, less good. Just not Mirage. exactly what you wanted. Yeah. Not, yeah, not a good sequel. Anyways, um, Uh, Where was I? I also wrote a review in my book recommendations about this book, so I'm going to read that. Uh, The Mirage series is a duology, and I have recently finished the second book. Well, not recently anymore. It was a while ago. Uh, Court of Lions. Amani, the main character, lives on an isolated moon with its own custom and traditions. Years ago, the Vathdek conquered the solar system, including the moon she lives on. On her majority night, the night she becomes an adult, she is captured by the Vath and taken to the Ziana the imperial palace. Here she meets Maram, the daughter of the Vathtek king and the deceased queen of Andalans. They are duplicates of each other. I could write for days about how wonderful the series is, but my only complaint is that the names and places are sort of hard to remember since they are not English words. I mean, I can't complain about that. It's supposed to be, um, I think, Indian sort of based mm. it i think the author took like a lot of ideas from a lot of different places and sort of mashed it up in this one universe which was really cool to read about but uh last sentence or two was uh dowd makes up for it with deep and interesting characters with fully thought out backstories in conclusion i highly recommend and i'm sure that anyone who picks it up will love the series yeah um i alex i think i recommended you reading it but then you never did but you know, I think you would like it. There's also like that sprinkle of romance in there as well. Mm. So, yeah. I, I think I I do remember once you when you recommended it to me. But like mm-hmm. at the time, I um, it was like during quarantine where I wasn't allowed to get 
like books from the public library mm-hmm. so right. i had no access to books so i didn't really start reading it but now right. that i have more access to books i will yeah definitely get on that mm-hmm. let's go into the next book that you like which is harry potter harry potter by jk rowling many of you probably know about harry potter i don't think harry potter is not something like i think even people who don't read books know about harry potter so yeah it's like it's a not, commonplace term at this point yeah i i read this many years ago so um i think it was during third and fourth grade yeah that's and accurate. so <laughs> And so I haven't reread it since. My parents did buy me the books. Um, but so when I read it a lot, um, I read it and I enjoyed it a lot. And I became obsessed with all things Harry Potter. It was kind of like an obsession at the time. And But I really enjoyed the story and the plot line. Harry being an orphan child and everything. This is not, this is not a spoiler. It's like from the very beginning. I think it's a lot of people know. I think yeah. a lot of people know like where Harry Potter ends up and stuff. Like the the story is pretty well known at this point. I think. Mm-hmm. Um, my favorite uh, character would have to be Hermione Granger and Professor Gr- Professor McGonagall. She's very cool. Honestly, I can't say much because I haven't read it in so long. But I did like the plot line and how it like involved the antagonist throughout like the books it was seven books in total but it built up the story to like its final point um Mm -hmm. the ending was not my favorite i think i mentioned in a different podcast that i have read harry potter but i didn't read the first book (laughs) because i saw the movie and didn't think it was necessary to read the first book so i can't say much about the series because i don't remember anything but i did read it at some point and now I forget it. Uh, Your next book, you know. Oh. Um, it's called Dance of Thieves, and it's a duology, so the second book is called Vow of Thieves. So I read the series more recently than the other books I've mentioned so far. I read it, like, last summer, I think. And anyways, this series is about uh, Jaze. That's how I say, say, his, say, his head, say his name in my head. Because I don't know if it's actually pronounced correct like that, like, or maybe it's Aze. Whatever. Um, so Jaze and Kazi, two people who come from completely different backgrounds. Uh, this book series was really interesting, and I liked the author's writing style. But for a while, I didn't read the books because they seemed so long. Because I had the first one, and it was a whopping 512 pages. So I didn't read it for a while. I gave in at some point because I didn't have any other books to read, and like, boy, am I glad I did because they were really good, and I do recommend them. I liked the plot and stuff. It was, I wouldn't say it's cliche, but I've like definitely read that like love arc before, but I liked the mm-hmm. other stuff that happened in it with like the two different sides of the world. Like there was the the Ballingers is where Jazze came from, and Kazi is from like more of the royal side even though she started as like uh an i I can't remember if she's an orphan or um it was a whole thing about her mother in the books but anyways she gets picked off the street as like a thief and then gets put into this royal guard and then she travels over meets jose they hate each other at first and whatever so you know that's interesting yeah i like that book let's go on to alex's next book if we could where the mountain meets the moon by grace lynn um i actually we'll talk about grace lynn later in our favorite author section Mm -hmm. um but i really i remember reading this book a few years ago and i haven't reread it but i definitely want to because i remember reading the story a lot yes and i reread it yeah and i will talk about this book too yes so um i also a lot of these books are our favorite books and or and my favorite books and this one is also on my book recommendations thing so i wrote uh, a richly told chinese tale filled with heartwarming scenes and beautifully told adventures minley the daughter of a poor family embarks on a journey to meet the old man of the moon her father told her stories about this man and she believes that he will grant them a fortune 
and then she goes on this journey and it's told in like a folks a folktale way where it's like um the plot line and then there's a series of tales that come up with well if you get the book with the illustrations the illustrations are really beautiful when they're in color and stuff and um they go on about this and then you like you learn with these folk tales about what's happening currently in the story and they like add to this plot line rather than like take away from it which was like really cool and they like all fell together in the end so like even though it's sort of a children's book i wouldn't say that it is because i feel like all ages would enjoy it even though like maybe it's not as sophisticated as a book as some adults would like to think that they can read so i don't know i liked it liked it too i mean it was um it was really i really liked the stories it had mm-hmm. and throughout the book and like how they connected it to to what was going on right yeah i remember that too I think what's my, I have like one, one more book. So my last book is ca- called Clap When You Land. I think this is the, one of the books that came out the most recently on this list. I think it came out 2020 and it's by Elizabeth Acevedo. And so I wrote here, I came across this book when I was doing an assignment for language arts. We were supposed to pick a book about love and then every week answer a question about the book. I ended up not being able to choose between two books because, you know, indecisive. But this one, uh, it was Clap When You Land, and then the book uh, The Sun Is Also a Star by Nicola Yoon, I'm pretty sure. And I loved both, and I ended up choosing The Sun Is Also a Star because it was more typical of what I usually read. Um, and it seemed easier for the project. Uh, but that's not what it, like the point of this. It's to talk about Clap When You Land. And Clap When You Land is a book written in verse, which means it's all poems. And it's something that mm. I'd never read before because I was like, should I really read a book in verse? It was like scary to me. Like, oh, is it going to be different? Will I not be able to understand some plot points? Or like, is there going to be some complicated metaphors that I don't get? But it wasn't at all the case. It was really straightforward and you didn't have to read it like it was a poem. You just read it like it was a normal book and it made sense. Um, So yeah, I'll describe what the book is about. So this is about two sisters who have the same father, but different mothers. Uh, They live far apart and have never met, let alone know about each other. This book was about their grief when they lost their father and the things that happened after and the relationship as they begin to bond and since they end up meeting each other. So anyways, this book was really different from what I usually read, and I'm glad I decided to give it a try because I wasn't sure at first. Also, we have honorable mentions in here, just as little things that we didn't want to do a full talk about, but I do want to mention this book called Foxheart by Claire Legrand, and it's just a book I read a while ago, but it was one of the only books that almost made me cry. I didn't actually cry, but I was, like, so moved when the main character's pet, Fox, died. Not when, like, the human character died, the fox, but, you know, it was just, like, really sad, you know? I think it deserves an honorable mention on this list. And there's also a second book that came out that I want to buy, and it looks good. It's called Thornlight, so. Ooh. Well, any book that can move Anna to, to almost. almost tears is yeah. a really good book, in my opinion. <laughs> but what's your honorable mention, Alex? My honorable mention is Webtoon. Or, like, webcomics in general. I know. Yeah. You know, they... They're, they could be considered books, I'd I feel say. like if we did, like, the 25 book challenge, I feel like we should put all the webtoons we read, and that'll count as, like, three books. Would our teacher allow that, though? Uh, no. No, not really. I don't know. But, I mean, I guess if you can put, like, mangas on your thing, then you can put webcomics. That's right. I should start reading mangas again. Um, yeah. If our librarian is listening to this, let us know if we can put web comics as our 25 book challenge. Because some of them are like 200 episodes long. There's definitely enough words to fill a book. So Right. Well, maybe we'll have another uh, episode about webtoons. <gasps> about webtoons? We should. Yeah. I'll compile a list of the ones I read the most. <laughs> right. Because there are sometimes I start reading them, but then I lose track of the episodes. <laughs> so. uh, Alex. Okay. Well... If y'all want to read webtoons, hit up Alex if you want. Yeah. 
or me i read just as many but um okay we should move on to segment three and we are perfectly on time sounds good and so segment three is our author recommendations and we've already mentioned quite a few of these authors previously um so we might mention their names uh but not any more of their books but you know you'll see um Mm. also if you make a goodreads account which is the like what all the things are linked to as we've stated um you can follow the people so any of these authors that you like or if you like a specific author like i don't know jk rowling you can follow her and see what new things she's doing see what books she's reading if she posts that on there stuff like that so really uh, if they make new books would it appear yeah <gasps> that's, that's so like, cool i need to start following people <laughs> Yeah, I introduced Alex to Goodreads after I made an account, and then... Yeah. Yeah, so... We're friends on there. Yes, it's so exciting, but... All right, let's start with my first author here is Stuart Gibbs. I have not mentioned him yet, but he... I started reading his books when I was in, like, third or fourth grade, and I think the books are directed for, like, elementary schoolers, but I still read the books because I think, even though it's, like third or fourth graders themes i think anybody could read them because they're like light and fast reads that are like fun and exciting so he writes um the three series that are currently like he's currently writing because he writes like i want to say two books every year so charlie thorne and the last equation not oh is it lost equation or last equation don't remember um the spy school series which it's like pretty long at this point and the fun jungle series which is also long but they're like really fast to read through so i wouldn't be daunted by the number of books just like read them they, they go mm-hmm. by really quickly and he also has two older series uh i think it's like the musketeer series and then also the Moonbase alpha series and he's like specific reasons why he ended them and stuff but anyways i like his books and they're good for anybody who likes the action or the lighthearted adventure books because they're not like the his books are very different from the ones like i usually read like a lot of the books that we've mentioned so far are like sort of fantasy romance like most of these are <laughs> up that like alley but you know stereotypes are it's very different books than what we've mentioned so far so well who's our next author alex grace lynn I started reading her books, I'm pretty sure, when I was, like, in third grade. Yeah. Possibly. And I really enjoyed all her books, so I read many of her books. Like, there's this series about um, a Chinese girl, or, like, I'm not sure if she's Chinese. Maybe she's not. Maybe she's just... I'll just... I think she is Chinese. Well, her... um, She lives in California or whatever. And it's, like, about her daily life and just how she deals with being Chinese and her culture. And so there's, like, a book called The Year of the Rat, The Year of the Dog, Dumpling Days. I really like Dumpling Days out of the three of those. And then for, like, the Where the Mountain Meets Moon, Mm -hmm. there's also When the Sea Turned to Silver... Yes. And there's a third one that I will go look for. You can keep talking. I'll find it. But I really like them because, um, I mean, since I was a little kid, like, I remember from, like, a very young age, I had always been interested in, like, an Asian culture. I don't know. It just seemed very interesting to me because of, like, the different how different it was to like my own culture my both both of my parents being mexican mm-hmm. it, right asian culture just seems so different but it was like all the differences were very interesting i remember when i was like in first second grade we had to do like this one project about um a different culture and because i couldn't do mexico because the teacher literally told me now alex you can't do mexico because your parents are mexican so you're mexican so like don't do that you have to do something different i'm like fine and so i ended up asking my partner if we could do china she said yes so we did our project on china and so i just remember from like a long time ago i've been really interested in asian culture it's just gotten more intense over the years (laughs) 
Yeah, if if we have any new listeners, Alex's recurring theme here is K-pop. So you know. K-pop. I'm glad she anime too. Anime. Oh my gosh. Great. Yeah. No, I haven't mentioned it the whole episode, which is like great for us. Um, anyway, the third book, or I don't know if it's the third book, but the other one in the like folktale area of Graceland mm-hmm. is called Starry River of the Sky. So. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. And I read all of her, like, those three um, folktale ones, the ones that we mentioned already. And Mm. I got, I owned, or I had, I don't remember anymore, The Year of the Dog, The Year of the Rat, and then The Dumpling Days. And I'm pretty, I think I still have them. And I tried to read them. And I do want to read them again. Because when I was younger and I tried to read them, they weren't interesting to me because I wasn't interested in the slice of life sort of books yet Mm -hmm. um and they weren't like captivating for my young brain you know but you know now i think i would enjoy them to see the different perspective on stuff that i've not heard about or like i don't know much about so i think i should try reading those again but yeah so grace lynn great author check her out my next one is kayla brolrig who wrote the death prefers blondes by the way and he writes mainly standalone books, which just means like it's one book, writes it, and then the next book he writes is not in the series. It's just uh, a completely separate plot line, different characters. None of them like line up. So that's what it means like when you say standalone. And most of them are about like coming of age or LGBTQ plus matters. And overall, he's like a really good author and I like his storytelling and just great dude no i don't know if he's a good dude but, uh, i read like all of the books he's written i'm pretty sure uh or at least as many as i could find so mm-hmm. and i think though i mean there was none that i disliked there were ones i liked less but i think that's with any book or author so mm, true he's a good one to check out i liked his book i find i found him recently more recently and he wrote the book the one other book that almost made me cry it's called they both die at the end and obviously as the title states the two characters die at the end but you know i still wasn't expecting it when the two characters who i have bonded with over reading a 300 or so page book both die i'm like i know it was gonna happen it's literally in the title but then i was still like devastated because i like really liked them you know it was so sad mm-hmm. but Caleb Rorig check him out so next one is Ren Chupeco she wrote the Bone Witch series uh, the Bone Witch series is really good I highly recommend that I just searched her up on Goodreads turns mm-hmm. out she has two other series I think whoa oh tell me about it I don't know I didn't this. know this and so like she has one series called The Girl from the Well and another series I don't know if she just sorted it Probably because I don't know. It says number one, but it's the Never Tilting World and Wicked as You Wish, His Hideous Heart, Hungry Hearts. Wait, these are different. Oh, she contributes in some of these books. So like she contributes oh. in His Hideous His Hideous Heart, Hungry Hearts. Uh, she wrote the Ever Cruel Kingdom. Oh wait, the second book to Never Tilting World. So yeah, the Never Tilting World is also a series, a sequel kind of thing. Sounds sort of complicated, but she contributed in Black Crane's Tales of Unquiet Woman, I think. So it sounds like the Bone Witch series is the main series that she's written, and then she's done other projects with other authors. Um, Let's let's get back on track here with Veronica Roth. Have any of you heard of it? I don't. I have you. Have any of you heard of her? I don't know. Maybe just maybe. You know. I don't know. Maybe. I mean, Veronica Roth is actually quite uh, popular with her Divergent series. Yeah, I don't know. Have you guys heard of Divergent? Maybe. I don't know. Whatever. But, Alex, you ran Divergent, and I read Mm -hmm. another of her series that is much less known and popular, and it's called Carve the Mark, 
and there's a second book that I do not remember what it's called, but you know, it's part of the Mark series and, oh, maybe I wrote it down somewhere. I didn't. Okay. Anyways. So I also have a review on this as my book recommendations. Second book is called The Fates Divide. Anyways, I wrote, the Card of the Mark series is a duology and is by an author many readers may know, Veronica Roth. She wrote Divergent, as we already said. Uh, Syrah and Akos are very different people from very different backgrounds, and yet they are forced together due to unfortunate circumstances. In this world, there are current gifts, which are powers unique to each person and can be a variety of things. Syrah's current gift seems more like more of a curse, but as the series progresses, she figures out new ways to use it. I won't say any more than that, but this series is an emotional roller coaster. I liked the characters, but sometimes they were hard to like, and it was difficult to see their side of the story. Overall, another fantastic series by Veronica Roth, and I hope to see more soon. I mean, obviously, so I've not read Divergent, but yes. I liked Carve the Mark. I mean, yeah, I guess if you liked, if you guys have read Divergent, then you would, like, and you liked how Veronica Roth wrote it, then you could check out Carve the Mark because it's, I don't know if it's similar, but it's by the same author, which usually means it's kind of similar. Mm-hmm. Oh, right. Divergent. <laughs> yes, there you go. I read Divergent, um, I think, during seventh grade, and I actually convinced my parents to buy me books, but they were at Goodwill, so... Um, that's how I managed to convince them. And so it's a trilogy. Um, Divergent, Insurgent, and Allegiant. Yes. And it's technically this dystopian kind of world, I think, where society is split into four categories of people. Oh, wait, there's five. Okay. Hey, Editor Alex, and I'm going to explain the five categories that I mentioned because I didn't do it real well in the podcast. Anyway, these five factions... Uh, they're called factions, are the factionless, which did not succeed in t- inserting themselves into any of these factions, Candor the Honest, then there's Midi the Peaceful, there's Erudite the Intelligent, Dauntless the Brave, and Abnegation the Selfless. Um, you have to go through trials to succeed in getting into these factions, and if you don't succeed, you end up factionless, which is somehow sort of like being homeless in this kind of society. Bye. Um, so it kind of follows uh, Beatrice, who mm. ends up in the Dauntless or the Brave because she's divergent and she falls under many of these categories. And so, like, all of society is afraid of these divergent people. Mm-hmm. Um, but she's trying to, like, not get caught. And so, like, the point is, um, like, imagine when, like, all of these are, like, everything's very highly competitive when she's in Dauntless, like everybody's fighting each other and stuff like that. And so it's just following her and how she deals with this dystopian society and how some people want to end the society. Some people want to continue society. Some people want to end each other. Some, some communities are like fighting and they're like, Oh my gosh, you're stupid. And the other one's like, no, Oh my gosh, you're stupid. Like stop your stupidity and stuff like that. Sounds like middle school. Okay. Um, that was also another long tangent about Divergent, but right. I, really com- I really recommend you read it if you want to know like the actual storyline. Yeah, I should maybe read it. But okay, we have one last uh, author for you and then oh, yeah. a little story at the end by Alex. So let's do the last author. So honorable mention, Rick Gordon. If you really are interested in to any Greek mythology or Egyptian mythology, you should really get into reading um, Rick Gordon's books that involve a lot of Greek mythology. So like his Percy Jackson series, Heroes of Olympus series, and Trials of Apollo series heavily like are on the Greek mythology side. And then he has the Cain, Crane. I can't remember if it's Cain or Crane. I'm pretty mm-hmm. sure it's Cain. So the Cain Chronicles. And yeah. so that's a Egyptian mythology trilogy. And so if you're, it really involves a lot of those aspects. So for like Percy Jackson, that's the first series I read. He's a demigod. So his father is the Greek god Poseidon of water. And yeah. his mother's just like a normal mortal being. Um, mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And so it just like uh, his adventures fighting against um, villains or like evil, um, evil people who are against like the Greek gods okay. and the Olympians, which are the Greek gods, um, just progresses his time in camp. There's a little bit of love in there. Not too much, though. 
Yeah, no, it doesn't sound uh, like a romance book. The Heroes of Olympus also involves Roman mythology, also involves Roman mythology, oh, because cool. it's just a continu- continuation to the Percy Jackson series. So if you don't read the Percy Jackson series, then the Heroes of Olympus series might not make as much sense. You can read it, but it won't all things about it won't make sense if you don't read the Percy Jackson series. And then there's a Trials of Apollo series. The Trials of Apollo series will not make sense to you at all if you do not read the Heroes of Olympus series. Um, Well, okay. So you have to read like all of these books in order to read the next one. So yeah, that's the only way you can read it. I actually have the Percy Jackson books because my parents gave them to me. Oh, there's this one book that recorded meant that has just a bunch of stories of like the Greek gods and like things where they have been involved with mortals and stuff like that and so yeah. that's very interesting you learn about a lot about greek mythology and then the egyptian stories about two kids who have a father who's suddenly gone Her, their mother is dead so they're kind of on their own they're with the uncle um and so they try to figure out things and how they're involved with the egyptian gods so okay wow i didn't know he made egyptian uh, mythology books i only knew about the greek mythology really yeah I mean, I've never read any of his books, so I mean, I wouldn't know. But yes, okay. Honorable mention, record, and some some books you're currently reading, Anna. Oh, um, well, I think I may have said something about this previously, but I don't remember anymore because time's a blur. But currently, I'm reading a book called. Oh yeah, this one's a physical book, so get that ASMR. Love the ASMR. I've always liked books, so I love the sound sound and smell. It's called The Girls I've Been by Tess Sharp. Sharp with an E at the end. And uh, the memo on the front is three teens, two bank robbers, one way out. And it's about a girl, and she has a con artist mother, and she grows up in the con industry, where she is basically like the little assistant to her mother to help with these cons. And on the back, it says, perfect daughters commit perfect crimes. And it's super interesting. And I will be the little, what is that called? The, like, synopsis? Synopsis. Wow, thanks, Alex. Perfect. So it says, Nora O'Malley's been a lot of girls. As the daughter of a con artist who targets criminal men, she grew up as her mother's protege. But when her mom fell for the mark, instead of conning him, Nora pulled the ultimate con, escape. For five years, Nora's been playing at normal, but she needs to dust off the skills she's ditched because she has three problems. One, her ex walked in on her with her girlfriend. Even though they're all friends, Wes didn't know about her and Iris. Two, the morning after Wes finds them kissing, they all have to meet to deposit the money from a fundraiser at a bank. It's a nightmare that goes from awkward to deadly because dot dot dot. Three, right after they enter the bank, two guys start robbing it. The bank robbers may be trouble, but they have no idea who they're really holding hostage. Oof, 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 oof. Sounds really interesting. I actually yeah. might want to start reading that. Yeah. So, Alex, you can read the synopsis, but last time it's like sort of long. So just read like the first paragraph. What do I do? The book you're reading. Just describe it. Oh, right. I am reading currently three books. So. <laughs> Amazing, Alex. I do this a lot, people. Please don't yeah. worry about me. Uh, I check out a lot of books that at a time so um normally i'll be reading three to six books at a time or like three to six series at a time so linda sue park uh that is not the book that is the author of the book when my name was kyoko i really liked it it's a novel of korea and world war ii i'm gonna quickly read the synopsis wait wait wait, hold on the book is called when i was kyoko right when my name was kyoko Okay, yeah, because you read that, like, all in a blur. It's like, sort of, so. (laughs) Oh, sorry. Yeah, it's When My Name Was Kyoko by Linda Sue Park. Read the synopsis. I'll read the synopsis real quick and then move on to the next two books. (laughs) For Kim Sun-hee's whole life, Korea has belonged to Japan. Sun-hee and her older brother, Taeyeol, have grown up studying Japanese and speaking it 
and speaking it at school. Their own language, Korean, can be spoken only at home, and some Korean things like the flag are not to be spoken of at all. When the Emperor of Japan decrees that all Koreans must take Japanese names, Sunhee and Taeyo become Kyoko and Nobu. Just one more step in a process, but somehow it changes everything. Then World War II comes to Korea. No battles are fought on Korean soil yet. Soldiers are everywhere. At school, the students have war preparation duties instead of classes. But making Koreans take Japanese names has not turned them into loyal subjects, ready to fight for Japan. When Teo sees a chance to help his beloved uncle, whom the Japanese suspect of aiding the Korean resistance, he leaves home. Sunhee stays behind, entrusted with the life and death secrets of a family at war. When My Name Was Kyoko is a World War II novel with a difference. Two parallel stories seamlessly interwoven into a taut, compelling narrative that illuminates the wartime experience in occupied Korea. So this is during the time where Korea was taken over by Japan, um, during the time of World War II. It was kind of like a side time for Korea and Koreans. They were treated very coolly and inferior to Japanese. Yeah, I also am reading the second book, but like that one that you're reading and this second one that I'm reading is um, both for a language arts project that we're doing. Mm-hmm. Um, and mine is called My Family for the War by Anne C. Vorhove. It's probably not how it's pronounced, but it's translated from either German or Dutch. And it's about a girl. Anyways, I just had a similar book. So what's oh, your next like- book? Oh, my next book is called Legend Born. And this is actually one of the, like, the brand new books that the library got that was on the cart. So it's called Legend Born. It's, it's written by Tracy Dion. And so it has a nonviolent social change. Wait, Coretta Scott King Award. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to quickly read the, like, the first paragraph. No, no, never mind. It's about this girl who her mother died, and so she goes to a school for very intelligent people. Um, she figures out she has magic. Then she goes to like a school for legend borns, which is a school for like magical people. She finds a guy along the way. It's it's quite complicated, but I haven't started reading it. I will start reading it. It's quite interesting. Then we have my third book I'm reading, which is The Toll by Neil Shusterman. The synopsis will not make sense at all if you have not read the first two books. So I recommend you read the first two books, uh, which is the first book is called. That thing um, is huge. Really? It's huge. Look at that. How long is it? It it has 625 pages. Oh my Lord. And so the toll by Neil Shusterman, uh, the first book is called Scythe. I've seen people reading it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the second book is called The Thunderhead. So it's The Scythe, The Thunderhead, and The Toll is the third book I'm reading, which I'm pretty sure is the last book in the series. So mm-hmm. there is kind of no point in me reading the synopsis to this because it would make no sense to you if you have not read the first two books. But it's a society where everybody, like nobody can die because mm-hmm. humans have found a way to like turn back their age and so they can mm-hmm. all get young again and have children again. So to control the population, there are sites or people who are appointed to kill a quota of people during their year. Mm-hmm. So they have to kill a certain amount of people during a year. And they have these meetings where they talk about so like the problems in the site society because they can't be governed by the high, high being like all knowing tech. Um, internet that all other people are governed by which is the thunderhead it knows everything about everyone and it rules over everyone but it has like this system where it can only do good for the people and so the sites are not led by this system um, and they can't receive any help from this system and so they govern themselves there's a lot of problems in that and Okay, that sounds like... And everything. And so then there are two people chosen who are apprentices to this one scythe or killer. And so they have to work to be scythes. And it's interesting seeing Rowan. The boy is called Rowan. I can't remember what the girl's called. Citra. Citra. And so Mm -hmm. it's like their journey as being apprentices of scythes. Okay, um, interesting. Let's go on to the next segment. <laughs> 
Boxing. Astonishing. Anecdotes. Woo. Okay, if we have any new listeners, this is a segment where Alex uh, talks about, or Alex or I, it's basically just a little story that happened from our daily lives that we like to include, and it often is adjacent to what we're talking about in the podcast, so... Yes. What's happening in your life? Uh, there was one story I was planning on telling about me going to the library with my friend. Well, my new friend uh, who I started talking to at school. He's actually our next guest. Hi. Next week. Yeah, Kai. So he will be on next week and look forward to that. So, you know, what what happened with him? It was a little pre-story. Um, so we, for like, this was the first day they had allowed anyone to go to the library during lunch. And so I made him go to the library with me. Uh, once we went to the library, we were looking around for a bit because um, he didn't know what to do in the library. And I was like, let's go to the manga section then. And so we went to look at the manga section, not the important part. So let's move on um the librarian came okay. in yes the librarian came in to the library and <laughs> she said oh if you guys want to look at over here there's like this whole part of like new books that i just got a week ago brand new nobody has read them yet and i was like new books i i ran over to that cart and looked through them all because it was very 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 interesting to see new books i i was so excited i hadn't gotten a physical book in so long i was emotional and um then i was i was looking through the books asked my friend kai hey what kinds of books do you like and he's like his response is i like books that make me doubt my existence the entirety of reading it that don't have happy endings and you know there will be a sad ending and so you doubt your whole existence you go through this whole mental struggle of reading this book and it makes you doubt many things in life and question yourself yeah look forward to that next week he'll be a that was concerning uh, he'll be a joy but and the librarian and the librarian after a while um said wow alex where do you find these people or like where do you find these guys you really know how to pick them uh, <laughs> oh yeah hilarious and i was like yeah i actually had never had um a friend that's a guy before so hi yeah. yeah congratulations on being the first one wow that sounds i don't think he even reads i don't think he even listens to this podcast which is depressing oh well he should though i'll tell him too um and so, so yeah pushy. he checked out not really he checked out a book from the library that recommended him he next time we went to the library he told her about how he started reading a couple of pages of book and he said it was quite interesting so cool maybe he found a good book that makes him doubt his whole existence <sighs> yeah well, i mean you said he you, he's likes one that have a sad ending right yeah should read the book that almost made me cry the they both die at the end oh yeah i'll tell yeah. him <laughs> mm-hmm. but anyways i hope everybody enjoyed this podcast we had a lot of fun making it and i was worried we would go over time with it because we had uh four pages of episode notes which we have not had before and lots of things about books i hope you guys found a book that you like so that actually wraps up this podcast i think we went kind of over time but it's fine we are anna and alex thanks for listening come back next wednesday at three for the next episode with kai uh we would love your feedback so fill out the google form linked in the show notes um there's also going to be all of the books that we've mentioned and um the authors that we mentioned profiles on goodread goodreads so just look there you'll see it um Mm -hmm. Uh, also if you listen on itunes make sure to subscribe and write a review so that our podcast can be seen by more people and remember keep being chismosas yes and also one one last thing i wanted to mention i hope you guys found the book you were interested in um if you didn't there this is not a limitation to books you can um you can read like if you don't like reading 
it might be the problem might be that you just haven't found the right genre or the right kind of book you like to read so just look yeah. for a genre that you prefer and you might find a book that you actually like reading yeah and also my all of the like some of the reviews that we've talked about here are from my book recommendations page and that is also going to be linked in the show notes and there you'll find a bunch more books than what we've talked about and they're categorized under different um like genres so if you don't like the uh fantasy with a sprinkle of romance genre you can look under the realistic fiction and you might find something there that you like so so you just have to look for the right book yes Bye. Bye.